what's going on, y'all? Herb Hill, Keep It Trill Podcast. Today is May 21st, 2021. So this is my reintroduction to my podcast. I actually did, I was starting one, actually did one uh, last year. And I just decided to kind of start fresh start over and redo so this is the reintroduction i'm going to put it on different platforms this time and i'm gonna try to keep it try to keep it funky as i always do keep it a buck but um first thing first i just want to give glory and honor to the lord and i just want to pray and ask the lord to help me to speak kindly and not disrespect anybody because that's not my intention i get very passionate i'm very very passionate about the things that i say the things that i feel the things that i think the way i walk the way i live my life the way i talk the way i think everything i'm passionate about that so don't let my passion come off as anger or frustration arrogance or anything like that because i don't mean no harm so you've been warned (laughs) But uh, I just want to ask the Lord to help me speak um, kindly and to speak as a man of God. So I'm going to give my thanks and my glory, my honor to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let's get to it. Now, first thing first, um, I, I just left the gym. And I haven't been to the gym in a very long time. And I'm trying to get back active, trying to get back in shape, trying to drop some of this weight, this COVID weight that I gained. Now, in the process of working out, I'm looking at the TV. You know, I'm on the on the, uh, the stairmaster and on the treadmill and stuff. And I look up at the TV and I see that the current president has signed a bill for the Asian hate stuff. Now. Like I said, this is where that passion kicks in. My passion is refilling, refilling. <laughs> so I see that on the news on CNN on the screen. And I'm like, I started laughing because I'm like, I can't believe this nonsense, this the audacity of this man to sign this bill, knowing that there are people in this country who definitely will argue that that's false or that that shouldn't have been signed or that maybe another bill should have been signed instead. And I'm going to say I personally have never seen Asian hate in my life. All the Asian people that I know, I've never seen them go through anything, never heard them complain about anything or racism or being mistreated unfairly, anything. So this Even this whole Asian hate thing has come out of nowhere since Biden has stepped into office. And I I haven't witnessed this stuff. I know my wife's from New York and she talks about, you know, in these restaurants, these people disrespect them. But that's that's one thing. But these people ain't going in there, killing them, beating them up, kneeing on their necks, lynching them, cutting off body parts and all that jazz they're not there you know what i mean so i and another question that i have regarding this who's doing the hating on the asians who is doing it is it is it white people is it black people is it hispanics is it russians is it samoans i also saw that he had the the executive order for xenophobia for uh pacific islanders and Asians and I'm still trying to process that because I'm like who hates on Asians who hates on Samoans who hates on Pacific Islanders in any type of way I personally have never seen it and I went to a high school that was very very diverse and I think they say it's one of the most diverse schools in the nation um, East High School and if I'm wrong, people that know me, go ahead and flame me for it. <laughs> but 
Um, I, I've heard that from other people, so I'm not making up facts. I'm just reiterating what other people have said to me. But I personally have never seen it in my life. I know Asian people. I know Samoan people. I know white people. I know Hispanic people. I know Russian people. I know Armenian people. I know all types of people. And I also know black people. And I know that we have a bigger problem than all these people combined. And me personally, I have gone through a lot of these things. I have dealt with racism with people that I come across every day being accused of stealing things, had police pull uh, me, my brother and his friends over, put guns on us, you know, for thinking that we had a gun, you know, it's just different things. Like I've been called the N word in school. I've been spit on. I've been disrespected. I've been mistreated in jobs, all these different things that most black men and women go through. I've dealt with these things. So to, to see another race of people, and I'm not making this about a race division kind of thing, even though there is a race division in this country, in this world, really, because all darker skinned people are treated badly, mistreated. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's wild, it's wild to me that I, I saw what I saw in the news. Like, and literally, they showed Biden signing the bill. And literally, the next segment after that was, see, this is CNN, I might add. Um, literally, the next segment after that was police brutality towards African Americans. I'm like, any any black person that's sitting on the news, whether they're a sports analyst, journalist, a reporter, anything, any black person that sits on there with a straight face and talking about Asian hate, you gotta smack yourself when you get home. And I'm talking about what's the name? T Lay from uh <laughs> from I got the hook up when he told Big Boy, he said, Slap yourself. T Lay is Debo. Tiny Lister's character and no, uh, I got the hookup. And he said, slap yourself. Harder. Harder. That's, I, I, I would pull up on you and tell you to slap yourself. I've seen a couple people pull that already. I've seen All Deaf Digital, which I'm a, I, you know, I'm a fan of theirs. And uh, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson was talking about it today. I've seen they had Jeremy Lin on there. And like I said, I personally have never seen it. I, I've never seen it. And I'm I'm very aware of things. But I'm also aware of when there's propaganda or when there's agendas that they're trying to push. And I don't I don't let that kind of stuff slide because I catch up on those things. Like I don't I'm not no fool. You know, so to see that and then to see the next segment on CNN talking about police brutality. And then I look on the TV next to it and it's Fox talking about uh, more racial division in this country. Um, they said uh, racial radicals are trying to create more division in this country. And I'm like, are create, are, they are creating division in this country. First and foremost, there's always been division in this country since this country became a country. When uh, the Europeans came over here and stole this land, when they lied to people, when they raped people and pillaged and colonized and and, and killed and enslaved and, and all the things that they've done. The white man is the kid on the playground that goes and takes the ball from the kids that are playing kickball and said, this is my ball. That's that's who the white man is. It, that ball ain't his. He goes and takes it and says it's mine. He's not a bully. He's really a coward. And he hides behind his privilege and his power, or what he thinks is power. Influence, I should say. White man ain't got no power. He ain't got no more power than what I got. And if I'm weak, they weak. The only difference is they got money, they got influence, and they got the devil on their side in this wicked world that we live in. Yeah, I'm a man of God, and I'm gonna speak that way. I'm gonna talk that talk, and I don't. I don't really care how how people take it. 
or what people feel. Just being straight up. Like, I, I absolutely hate racism. And I deal with this with people on a every, I won't say every day, maybe weekly. I deal with people who are racist or have racist thoughts or just racist person in general. And a lot of them claim, oh, I can never be racist. I'm not racist. I don't have a racist bone in my body. No, you may. Nobody has racist bones in their body. You got racist thoughts. You're ignorant. You're a fool. Because you choose, you only see things from your perspective. That's what ra- that's racism. In my opinion, is somebody who only sees things in their point of view. It's like, how can you you if you can't relate to somebody, step out of yourself and try to relate to somebody for something that you know nothing about. Like if you're not able to relate to somebody or try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes to see how this feels or think about it, that's a problem. Which, you know, but I don't expect that from soulless beings. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have a soul, how could you relate to somebody? Like I, I lost, I lost a, client or customer I should say that I've been working on or working with for over a year over almost two years I believe and it came down to money but it was more about who I am and the money because she pretty much was like you make this amount of money why should I pay you more money but i guarantee you if i was a white uh health healthcare professional she would have paid me but she refused to pay me because she relied on our uh rapport that i would just let it slide and i'm like no i got bills to pay i got kids to take care of just because we cool and i work on you twice a week don't mean that I'm going to let it slide that you owe me money. When I said you owe me money and I want my money, she found a way to use her privilege. She threw a timber tantrum and walked out. And what she thought I was going to do was like, oh, it's okay. Come on back. When I actually just said, I don't want to see you no more. And I told her that. And then she waited to Monday to tell me, I can't be a client of yours. I said, good, because I actually canceled all your appointments anyway. I don't play that. If you if you don't want to treat me like a human being, then you don't deserve my presence. You know what I'm saying? Like money don't make me feel human. Money don't make me feel anything. I'm a man first. You know what I mean? Money is just a necessity in life that we need. I don't put my happiness or my joy or my peace in money because it's not going to make me happy because people do crazy things for that dollar. And I'm not going to be one of them. But what I'm not going to allow is somebody to tell me what I'm worth or what they think that I'm worth or what they ain't going to pay me based on what they think that I'm worth. You can't afford me in real life. You know what I'm saying? But for the work that I'm doing, I'm I'm cool with that. So I don't want these people getting it twisted thinking that, oh, because he gives us his time, this is what he's worth. No, I'm not worth $80. I ain't even worth $140. I'm worth something you can't pay for. That's that's what I be trying to get people to understand. It's like, yeah, my time is valuable and this is the price that I put on time for my business, but in my real life, you can't afford me. But they think that they can. They think that you jump for the dollar and I don't. That's why I said peace be gone. You know what I'm saying? But there was a lady I was... uh. This is another situation in the same business. Um, So I guess there's something that happened in South Carolina. I'm I'm thinking what she said, because I I don't watch the news much. Um, She was saying that the cop shot this man, a black man, in the back of the head because he started his car, and his car was... um, they considered his car as a deadly weapon 
and they shot him. And she said she started elaborating on, elaborating on the story. She's like, yeah, he was a drug dealer. And she said, my personal assessment is because he was a drug dealer, that's why they killed him. But she, she didn't say it that way. I'm paraphrasing what she said. She was pretty much saying they killed him because he was a drug dealer and he was black. And I said, so you, you're saying because just because he was a drug dealer is why they killed him? She said, I, I'm not saying it like that. Not, the way I'm saying it isn't the way that the way you heard it isn't the way that I said it. But I'm like, no, you shouldn't have said it. And I said, this is what I do to racist people or people who say racist things. I flipped the script. I said, do you know anybody that sells drugs? She said, Herb, I ran this halfway house. Of course I know people. I said, no, not people. Do you love, do you know anybody that you love that does drugs, that sold drugs, or that was involved in any type of drugs? She said, yes, my daughter. She did drugs and she sold drugs. And I said, so does she deserve to die based on her, her past? And she said, well, no. And I'm like, so what gives you the right to say that man deserves to die based on his past or what he was doing? People change, right? How can you say somebody's living foul? People make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. We all going to do things that we don't like or that other people don't like. But just because other people don't like it or it's considered uh, a crime doesn't mean that you you're you're supposed to be executed on the spot for those actions. Like if that was the case, then the, the jail should be empty. If people were killed for the crimes they committed, if people were killed for the crime, the crimes that they committed, the jail should be empty. There should be nobody in jail right now. Because they should be executed right on the spot. Serial killers go to jail. Ku Klux Klan, they probably in politics and doctors and lawyers and judges, you know, or sitting at home retired, you know what I'm saying, on TV and whatnot in Hollywood, all that stuff. These were the, the most wicked people. I mean, look at those lynching. Look, look at those pictures of those lynchings back in the day. Like, there would be a, a damn party with somebody hanging from a tree and a bunch of people smiling in the background. Hundreds of people smiling like it was a, a festival. And that's, that's traumatic. If I ever seen or witnessed somebody being killed, mutilated, beat up, or or anything like that, murdered, cut up, stabbed, anything, shot at, hit by a car, anything. If I seen that in person, like right there, I would be traumatized. Let's let's think about the mental aspect of all this. Like you got kids there, you got grown women grown men, young men, young women, teenagers, old people, babies. Think about that, that spiritual stuff that's going on, that evilness, that hate, that wickedness, that that venom in these people's eyes and their hearts and their souls, that disdain for black people that these people felt. And they watch a man get beat up, get cut up, get his penis cut off, Get stabbed, get smacked, get punched, kicked, spit on, then put the, the the noose around his neck and and pull him up and lynch him, and watch him die. They laugh, they smile, they eat food, they 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 party, they drink. But that's dramatic for the average person to see something like that. If any of us had to witness somebody being lynched or killed in front of you, I think we'd all be struggling. These people go home, go to sleep, wake up, it's a new day. And they waiting for the next one. So we ain't dealing with another human being here. Yeah, that was 50, 60 years ago. It wasn't that long ago when they was doing this stuff. They still doing it. Maybe not to the extent that they was doing it then, but they still doing those things. These people doing it now, it's not even a lynching no more. They just... And a badge killing you. 
kneeling, kneeling on your neck, kneeling on your neck, uh, shooting you, hitting you, beating you, choking you out, hitting you with cars, dragging you down the street. They got other way, humiliating you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy, but these ain't human beings that we're dealing with. Like, and I get into the Bible with that stuff because it says in the Bible, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places. That's that's demonic stuff. That's demonic energy, spirits, possessions, all of those different things that we see with these people and their actions. Not only white people. I mean, if you go kill somebody, you're possessed. If it ain't a self-defense thing, if somebody choking you out and you wind up beating them in the head and knocking them out and you wind up killing them, that's that's different. That's self-defense. But if you go just choking people for no reason and killing them, you got a problem. And most likely you are possessed. But, you know, we we I think we think that these people can be humanized, but I think history has shown us that that's not possible. And I don't think they want it to be because look at how, for instance, politics, look at how Joe Biden just played black people. Like he played black people so smooth. I I didn't vote for him and I didn't vote for Trump either. And a lot of people probably thought I was a Trump person because I was speaking like in support of him. I, I don't support Trump. I think what I felt was I saw how the media kind of flipped the script on him. Like they made him look worse than what he really was. And I saw that. And like I said, I'm aware of everything. Whether And I didn't like Trump to begin with. But I kind of started to, my mind started to alter a little bit towards like, oh, wait, why did why would they, if this guy's this bad, why would they lie and make him seem worse than what he was? That's kind of where my mind is. So if they telling me to hate this person, I'm going to do the opposite. I didn't like him. I didn't care for him. But I started to look at what he was saying a little bit and listen to what he was saying. And it made a lot of sense. Then on the flip side, you see Joe Biden. Oh, we're going to do this and blah, blah. And, you know, but he had Black Lives Matter under him and everything. And. Ice Cube said he sent out the contract for black America to Trump and um, Biden. Biden said, oh, we'll holler at you when we get in the office. And Trump called him and talked to him. And he, he said, oh, that kind of made me look at him different. And Biden gave him the, I'll talk to you later. And then he won. Biden didn't call no Ice Cube. He won. Black Lives Matter ain't get what they asked for. Instead, they came up. Asian hate wasn't even a thing back uh, a couple back in January. I think that started in March. Like that's when I first heard of it. I think he had that that uh, executive order maybe February, but I ain't I ain't seen nothing about no Asian hate before that. He wasn't even talking about no Asian hate in his campaign or the debates. So. So Asian hate just started in the last six months and they already got a bill signed opposed to black people, uh, oppression, systemic oppression, and just the pure disrespect and disdain that white people have in hatred that white people have for black people that has been going on for over 400 years. Yeah. Ain't no bill signed. Ain't no executive orders. Ain't no laws put in place. Nothing. So, you know what I'm saying? The black people ain't get what they asked for. A lot of black people voted for Biden because he was the, he was a part of Obama, and they think Obama is the savior Negro, which he is not. Obama is the worst. Possible, you know. It's funny they gave us the worst president. I ain't gonna say he the worst president ever because I don't know who was, and I don't know anybody other than Bush. Or Clinton, Clinton, Bush, Bush, Obama, Obama, Trump, now Biden. That's all I know. And I voted for Obama twice. 
because he seemed to be a good speaking, um, seemed to be compassionate, and he was black. I, I voted for him because he was black. That was the reason. I mean, he could have been uh, Uncle Ruckus. I wouldn't have voted for him. So it ain't just because he was black. I just thought he was a good guy, and he spoke well. He seemed mild-mannered and all that. And I, I was like, well, this is the guy, and he won twice. So I was cool with it. But as I got older and I realized he ain't really nothing but a puppet, and he didn't do anything. And he actually supports everything that Joe Biden is doing. So, and what really made me look at him different was when he went to, uh, when he went to Michigan and pretty much taunted those people with that. Uh, he went to Flint, Michigan and taunted them with their water. And that's a very disrespectful, evil, showboating, flaunting, evil man right there. Like, that made me look at him completely different. And black people choose to ignore that. The liberal ones do, at least. And all the liberal Negroes went and voted for Biden based on him being a part of Obama's uh, presidency. And then, got old Camel Harris, you know, she, because she looks like a mulatto woman, and she really ain't. She don't even call herself black. I don't like calling myself black because I know black represents darkness and evil and wicked in the dictionary. So calling myself a black man means something completely different in my mind. I'm very literal. I am a man first. My skin ain't even dark. My skin ain't even black. I'm brown skin. I don't want to. I'm not trying to say I don't want to be a black man because the word but i know what i am but i'm saying i don't like calling myself black because first off my skin ain't black two i'm not dark and i ain't wicked i ain't evil and white skin don't make you pure we don't call a chinese man a yellow man i mean they say they sometimes call uh mexicans brown but they got a they got an origin we don't. <laughs> but what I was saying about Kamala Harris is she don't call herself black. And the only reason why black people voted for her or voted for Biden as well is because he went and picked a quote unquote black vice president, which comes out of the the damn predictable playbook. When George Floyd got his knee neck or when he got kneed on his, I say kneed on, when the cop killed him. I said to this lady, I said, you know what Joe Biden's going to do right now with all this racial tension? He's going to pick a black vice president. I didn't think he was going to pick her, but he did because she's the most liberal uh, bed wench that, that was available. And that's what he got. And black people bit the bait again. And now here we are licking our chops thinking we're going to get our just do finally. And you see that old Negro savior that you thought was going to come through, turn his back on you again. And I'm talking to you. And you know who I'm talking to. Don't get mad. Own it. Because y'all thought anybody that was anti-Biden was pro-Trump. I ain't pro-Trump. Definitely anti-Biden for sure. I didn't even vote. And I'm not bragging about it. I know people say, oh man, our ancestors fought for a vote to vote. Why well, I'm going to vote for? What's the point of voting? If they already got these people picked out. Not only that, I, I'll, I'll listen to somebody. Look, Trump lost. They say he lost, right? He's still saying they cheated. He ain't even in the White House no more. So I kind of got to, you got to hear people out when they say things. But I know this country has a way of cheating people. Uh, they did this back in when Bush won his second presidency. They had something going on in Florida, I think. 
or Texas, one of them places. And this country, it's like if something's wrong, they don't go back and make sure it's right. They just keep going. And it's like that reminds me of like like in a basketball game when a ref sees a player run out of bounds with the ball, they don't catch it, and they just got to go down there and win a game-winning three. Knowing that they shouldn't shouldn't have won, and the ball should have been turned over, and the other team should have got the ball. That's kind of how that reminds me. It's like, what are these people here for? What are all these rules and regulations put in place for if they're not utilized to make sure that everything is done properly? If this man is saying these people cheated, and I and I believe that that was the case, not because I'm anti-Biden. If he won, he won. But I don't think that he won. I personally don't believe that he won. And I think a lot of people know that. I remember watching the news. There was three, like three, all the uh, news stations had different scores. I'm like, how y'all got different scores if y'all all getting the same information? Every news channel had a different score. The only one that had like higher scores was uh, Fox. And Fox was like, I remember Biden had, or Trump had 206. Biden had like 224 or something like that. And then all the states that Biden won were red at the time. And then they froze it for like the next day. And if Biden did with Nevada, he would have had like 230. Which you need 272, 274, something like that to win. And Trump had all the other red states. So it was like, oh, he won. He's going to win. And that's how they usually do it. But they froze it and then went on a couple days, maybe a week later. Maybe I think it was a Saturday when they finally said, oh, Biden actually won. And it was like, how many things did you guys have to do in order for that to happen? There's videos of this stuff. There's videos of people after hours running ballots through. But nobody wants to see those things. I'm aware of everything. Like I said, I'm not a Trump person. I don't wear no MAGA hats. I ain't no white supremacist. I hate racism. And I ain't uh, going to align myself with racist people based on a politic or a politician. Like, I'm not, I ain't that type of cat. I'm against everything that ain't right. Even if it ain't right anyway and it still ain't right, I ain't going to be good. I ain't going to be supporting it. So, you know what I mean? Like, that that's that. And it's like black people see the result of falling in line with coonery. Black people see the result of supporting somebody that don't really give a damn about you that don't support you in any type of way. This is what happened. Joe Biden played black people, man, to the left. (laughs) Like a bad habit, man. And this is the result of it. And it sucks. Because, you know, as a melanated man, we ain't gonna never get our just due in this country because We got too many evil, the same man, the same white man that wants to come for us and destroy us in every possible way. Now they're trying to do it through these um, these pokes. They trying to get us poked up so that they can control us. And it's like, nah. Oh, nah. (laughs) I'm good. You offer me a poke. I'm like, give it to your mammy. I'm going to donate mine to your mama. Trying to be nice. I don't want it. Because my, my, the Lord ain't directing me to that. So I don't, I don't support that stuff, you know? So... You know, it's it's just uh, sorry I had to get. I heard a uh, alarm going off, and I was like, I might mess with my car. But um, yeah, I I don't, I'm not gonna do that because there's too many things that don't seem right. 
Like, for instance, I went to the gym tonight, and it's like I didn't have to wear a mask. And I was like, just that quick, huh? Like, I was against the mask already because I'm like, we don't need a damn mask. Like, the mask is messing people up in general because it's like, if you got respiratory issues, putting something over your face, we're not born with masks. We're not supposed to put anything over our face in the first place because our nose is going to filter out anything that we shouldn't be having going in us for the most part. I mean, we got to have some type of bacteria in us for us to have an immune system, a decent one. You know what I mean? But breathing in your own toxins is messing you up in general. So they made the mandate this week and said, no, you don't have to wear a mask no more. I don't trust them. I'm not saying that I'm going to put the mask on anyway because I ain't wearing no damn mask. I didn't want to wear it to begin with. But the fact that they told us we didn't have to wear a mask without any type of uh, reasoning on why, when they gave us every reason to wear one, that should alarm people. A lot of people are going to go with the flow. Finally, we don't have to wear this mask no more. Like people, it's funny because people think because they got they poke that they healthy. And it's like, that don't make you an exempt from getting sick. People get the, the, the flu poke every year and still get sick. I almost died from it when I was 13 or 14. Missed two months of school. I was sick. So sick. It turned into the, it went, because I got the, the poke was the flu. Then it went to uh, bronchitis. Then it went to bronchitis pneumonia. I was so sick. I remember that. And uh, ever since then, I've been against getting the poke because if it's going to make me feel like that or make me sick or mess me up or anything, I don't want it. I'll take my chances. And as a human being, I should have the right to do that. Don't make me a bad person because I don't want to fall in line with these reptilian people is telling me to do. I'm not going to do that. And anybody that's foolish enough to do it, deal with it on your own. Don't make people feel, don't pressure people to do, don't be trying to tempt people to do something or peer pressure people to do something or force people to do something that they don't want to do because you did it and you was the fool. Everybody ain't foolish and everybody ain't going to be foolish. So stop expecting people to do what you do. I don't fall in line with nobody. I don't follow nobody. Never will. Like I said, I follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And if he ain't directing me to do it, I ain't doing it because I know it ain't no good. Look, like, look how they're bribing people. Oh, you get a free Yankee game and a free hot dog and a free Krispy Kreme donut if you get the COVID poke. <laughs> I almost said the V word. Try not to say, but you know, they I seen they was giving out free marijuana if anybody got the poke. They was giving out money if you got the poke. Since when? And and riddle me this. Riddle me this. When was the last time this country gave a damn about people of color's health? When was it their mission to help? people of color and low income areas get any type of health uh, assistance any type when would they when did they care about people of color's health in low income areas or anybody's health in any type of area of life poor rich middle class low income homeless when did they give a damn Ever. So you telling me go get the, the poke and everything will be just fine? No. They got t it's too many things out here for the I mean, they they tried to use fear to get people to run to it, and I think a lot of people did. I don't believe the numbers that high as, as high as they make it seem because a lot of people didn't do it. But I guess a lot of people did. However, million people did is a millionaire fools. I got family members that did it. No disrespect, but you the fool. 
Like, this is a man-made thing. We know it. Everybody knows it. But people choose to ignore it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just said, take off. You don't have to wear the mask no more. When this was a part of our lives for the last year, for whatever reason, they never gave us a clear reason. I remember when it first came out, they was like, oh, don't wear a mask. It's not going to help. Then wear a mask. It's going to help. And then we've been doing it ever since. You take off a mask, you're a crazy person. But now, after it's been, what, a couple days, they said don't wear it no more. And everybody thinks everything is normal. Oh, I, I got my pokes. I'm healthy. We don't have to wear the mask no more. Everything's good. What they're going to do, get you dropped your guard, more sickness. Like, I didn't even want to go to the gym just because I wasn't sure about, like, the atmosphere because I haven't been to a gym in a long time since before this, since my son was born, really. And, um... You know, to be in that atmosphere was kind of wild without the mask on. But like I said, I was happy to not have to wear it because that was another reason why I didn't want to go. Who wants to work out with a mask on? And and the, the saddest part is like people look at other people like we just sick and just out here like that. And I think if you ain't coughing and sneezing and burping and doing all these, you know, unclean things, and you sanitize and clean yourself and have proper hygiene, I think you should be fine. But, you know, for the fact that toilet paper sold out first, let you know people ain't wiping their ass. And back, uh, what is a sanitizer sold out, it means people ain't cleaning their hands. And we know that for a fact. You know, but it's wild, man. It's wild out here. That was last year, but I just... I just hope the Lord intervenes in all this because we we living in some crazy times right now, man. It's it's really wild right now what we going through, what we seeing, and it, a lot of this stuff has been in the movies that we watch, these dystopian films that we watched and grew up on. They lived, Terminators, uh, Total Recalls, Running Man's, uh, Cyborgs, all these movies that we grew up on, all these action movies that we watched and grew up on. Even now, like, you know, you're, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Planet of the Apes. This movie that just came out, uh, last week called Army of the Dead. That's a plug. I ain't gonna get no sponsors for it though, but, <laughs> uh, it's a good movie, but, uh, what I'm saying, they said a lot of stuff regarding the times that we in now. And people, it goes over people's heads, like always. I I know we have a very corrupt government, so I I don't trust them. I don't believe them. I don't have no faith in them. I don't care for them. And I will never put my health in their hands. Because I have seen the Tuskegee experiments. I have seen how they treated people over the years. I have seen and read the history of the government. And I know that they are no good. When the government is corrupt, everybody's corrupt. Doctors are corrupt. I actually saw something today that was very strange. Not strange, but wild. And you can look it up for yourself. Um, This is for the healthcare field. The field that I'm somewhat in. I'm more on the holistic side, but... Um, let me see. So what I saw today was the actual dictionary. Well, the root meaning it says, do you know the word pharmacy comes from the Greek word pharmakia, which translates to witchcraft or sorceries. Now, sorceries and witchcraft, people might think it's okay, might think it's good, might think it's fun. Might think it's a good thing when it's not. It's bad. It's devilment. Anything that's witchcraft or potions or sorceries is not good. And I don't care how many people support it. We live in a world that makes things that are are abominations to God, to Jesus. Things that are abominations to Jesus, people make okay. Like the world accepts it. So... Am I surprised? No. But the word pharmacy means witchcraft, means sorcery. 
things, enchantments, potions, those things. So this is the this is a healthcare field that uses this word. Big pharma. They making money to do witchcraft on you, to poison you, to you know what I'm saying? And and at the same time, you got what do they call it? Um what is the word? It's like a southern thing that they say. Um when you got an alternate way, a healthier way of doing the same things that these pills is doing, that these pharmacies are pushing. They push all these chemicals out in in pill form or liquid form when there's actual vegetables that do that already. And they kill them off so you don't know about them so that you can depend on the pill and the poison to help you. You look at the chemical list and it's like ain't nothing natural in there. But you go eat a a, a freaking uh, spinach root <laughs> or something like that, and it, it'll heal you of high blood pressure or something. You know what I mean? Opposed to taking 50 lisinopril's to lower your blood pressure, you would go drink beet juice and that'll lower it. I'm, try- I'm still trying to think of the word that I'm trying to say, but I- I'm going to pass it up. But, um, yeah, man, like, it's just crazy, the world that we live in. Uh, I just saw yesterday, I think it was, uh, I see the brother Kwame Brown been going off on everybody in the industry. And I must say that this man has endured a lot over his, over the last 20-something years since he started playing ball in the NBA. He's endured a lot of disrespect, a lot of hate and backstabbing, which I feel is very unfair because the man played in the league for a good while, over 10 years, I believe. And to play in the NBA, you got to be somewhat decent. I think the only person I've ever seen say something like that was Jalen Rose. And Stephen A. Smith has been constantly disrespecting him over the years. And then I did see what Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson did both uh, shows with Jeannie Buss and then the, uh, the, lot, the most recent one with Gilbert Arenas. They disrespected him, you know, and that's not cool. And if the dude asks you, reaches out to you and asks you to stop, you should stop. Because if somebody was doing it to them, they'd want to take action or bring it to the streets and try to fight somebody. And you ain't always got to do that. The man asked respectfully for them to stop. And and then they did it again, and then it turns into all this. And then what Kwame Brown is doing is he's he's exposed all the black people, all the uh, liberal uh, black people. I ain't gonna say liberal, but all the black people in the in the industry that is used to downing black men and kissing white tail in secrecy. And literally he's calling everybody out as they come every week. Somebody's going to be different tomorrow. I guarantee you it's going to be somebody different. It went from Stephen A. Smith to and, and Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson to Charlemagne to Jamel Hill to, uh, I think he touched on Shannon Sharp a little bit. And then Rob Parker and Chris Broussard, like, It'll be somebody, it might be Marcellus Wiley tomorrow, might be Brandon, uh, man, what's his name? Brandon played in the NFL. It might be somebody in the NFL tomorrow, but what he's doing is exposing these dudes because they really are doing what he says. He say, you assassinate my character trying to bring up his family past and stuff. And he's like, they got nothing to do with me. I'm not a violent person. Meanwhile, the dudes that he he had an issue with to begin with are violent people. And he's like, you guys are tear me down, but it, it just makes sense. And it's, it's funny to see, but it's also sad at the same time because these same people that we support, I don't support these guys. I don't really even watch TV like that, but I seen this stuff and I just clicked on it. And I seen him going off and I was wondering why he was all over the internet. And the, the dude has 
a good mind. He has a good heart. He seems like he's he got good morals and stuff. And you know, he's been cu- he's cussing a lot, but he he was getting it off. It ain't wrong with getting it off. If, you know, if it's if it's for you know, you got good energy behind it. I don't think he means any malice. But these people have been talking about him for years, and I mean, I can't imagine being a seventeen-year-old man getting humiliated by your teammate and losing your confidence in the game that you love, and then everybody call you a bust and talk bad about you years and years after you're done playing, still talking about you, making fun of you and stuff. And it's like, when is enough enough? So I understand that, and I get it. You know, and that's the power of social media. It's the power of these these people that get this these egos thinking that they're bigger and better than everybody because they they on the line. They got the limelight. But a lot of these dudes is in is in these uh, fraternities or these little brotherhood club click things or whatever. <coughs> and <laughs> and um, people's egos go to their they heads, you know what I mean? And it's crazy that, you know, a man has to defend himself from different. I mean, he went from. Showtime to ESPN to Fox Sports to TMZ. I don't know where Jamel Hill is. Vice back to Fox Sports. Back to Breakfast Club. You know, and it's it's sad because he what he said and everything that they've said in response to him proves him right. And you know, I seen the episode today was I think I saw I didn't watch it, but I seen um a clip of it and they was talking about they was talking with Jeremy Lynn and they was talking about the stop Asian hate stuff. I said, Oh, y'all so predictable, man. This dude was flaming y'all about going off on black men and disrespecting black men and then here y'all come with the agenda stuff. That's 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 politics and that is the industry for you. They look dumb, man. They all do. But it's just crazy the times that we're in and the things that we got to witness. But, you know, just stay strong. Keep your eyes on your soul. Stay focused. Keep your head up. And like I always say, one of my favorite quotes in the world is, in the age of information, ignorance is a choice. If you ain't aware, become aware. Another, Another favorite quote of mine. Another favorite quote of mine is, and this is for the people that got, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, hating on them or disrespecting them or whatever. Just remember this. Changing growth is offensive to the people that have benefited from your brokenness. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. Changing growth is offensive to the people that have benefited from your brokenness. Yeah. For every every show I'm gonna end it with a quote. But every show I'm gonna drop these facts. And every show I'm gonna keep it true. Herb Hill, you know what it is. Episode one. Peace out.